0: independent thoughts independent life this is Chad Benson it is over I am leaving
1: I can no longer do this position I must leave depart leave go I want to say to the millions of people who voted for us
2: in 2019 many of them voting conservative for the first time thank you for that incredible mandate
1: yeah Boris Johnson God God Get, go, God, out. <sighs> Bojo, even the best, right? They get in trouble sometime. Bojo's in trouble. He's He had issues. He had issues. He had issues. I love this part, though. Here's a perfect example of who this guy was, right? So here he is, Boris Johnson, out as leader of, of, of the U.K. And we don't have leaders anymore. You know, Kissinger's got a new book out, basically saying, "Look, we don't have any leaders in this world anymore. We had great leaders back then. The left, the right, we had world leaders who were powerful, who were imposing, who were, who were, and did it with a way where, where, when they spoke, you understood what they. We don't have that. Bojo really wasn't that. He was just an. It was a. It was an odd character. That part of the rise of Trump. Bojo is kind of a. Semi-Trumpian way, he had his scandals about uh, COVID, and I mean, it, day after day, there was something new that popped up. But I love this part. I want you to know how sad I am to be giving up the best job in the world. But them's the breaks. <laughs> but them's the breaks. I've got to go now. <laughs> now it's weird because so the way it works over there is yes, it's officially over. He is done, done, done. It is clearly now the will of the Parliamentary Conservative Party that there should be a
2: new leader of that party, and therefore a new Prime Minister.
1: So the way it works is, he's still like an MP, right? So he's still, but he's now just not the Prime Minister more. Before he was Prime Minister, he was the head of the country. He steps down. Now there's three or four other people that will throw their name in the hat. And they'll all vote and see who gets to be. Like, if we had a chance to do this, which I think would be interesting. Tell me this right now. Honestly. For a second. Just be be 100% honest. Be be 100% honest right now. Just honest. If the Democrats... You know, so you get the Senate, you get you know, you got the House, right? So the Congress came together and they said, hey, we're going to vote. Uh, we don't think that he should be the president. We don't think he should be leading said party. And we think that we can have a vote of no confidence. I mean, so the, the elections happened, right? So I'm, I'm explaining the, the way it works kind of other. The elections happened and the the democrats won no they didn't man it was totally stolen whatever so they said you know what though here we are almost two years into this and we just think that he's not fit for the job uh because of that we 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 don't feel we're confident anymore and he's had and what happened with boris johnson the last year? he had like 50 people inside of his cabinet so imagine a wide swath of 20, 30, 40, 50 people inside the administration from Pete Buttigieg to all of the, the they just say, you know, I can't work with you anymore. And so they've all stepped away. So he realized I, I can't do this. So what ends up happening is you have to have a vote of no confidence. And, you know, let's just say, hey, we vote no confidence. That means it's somebody inside of Congress, the party, or if maybe a governor wanted to throw their hat into the ring, they could Throw their hat into the ring and say, Yeah, I'd like to be president. Uh, I think I can leave our party and I think I can leave the nation. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. That would be. But uh, he is
2: gone. Gone.
3: Get you out. Gone.
1: Now go over there. (laughs) It's just so bizarre. But it's so who wouldn't at this point in time? If you could vote out and go, God. Even if you say, all right, you guys can stay within the same party, but still, let's get this guy out of here. Let's get him out of here. It's time to go. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Hope all is well. is coming out about the shooting. You know, you've got this, 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 this guy. And I'm not gonna use his name. His dad, Robert Crimeo Jr., uh came out, right? Because apparently he doesn't have any any legal uh, counsel, and he starts, he goes to ABC News and starts talking, you know, about, hey, did, uh, did you know, people, they're asking him questions, did you get, how did he get a permit, did he have a permit, was he permitted, because, you know, I've heard everything in the last two days where, because this brings the whole thought process of the red flag laws right in to your living room, as far as, here they are, here's the red flag laws. Uh well, they've worked. Because we'd heard everything from his uncle's like, he seemed like a good kid. We really liked him. He never threatened to hurt anybody in the world. And if he did, I would have uh, told on him to find out that, eh, hold on a second. Uh, he threatened his life. He threatened to kill the family. Making threats to the family, it, I think it was taken out of
3: context where it was like a, just a child outburst whatever
0: he was upset about.
1: So it was a child outburst. The cops came, and I think he was underage, and that's the other thing. So he didn't really have a gun. They took knives away from him, and there was no way to access his juvenile records. The one thing they've talked about in this new uh, bill, uh, this gun legislation, is you would be able to access juvenile records. So if you did something at 16 or 17, you threatened, they did all these things, they could actually access that and say, hold on a second, we, we we need to look at this. But Pops came out because I read three stories yesterday, all different, literally back to back to back to back about, did dad help him get a gun? Did dad not help him get a gun? Did dad like co-sign You know, it was very – and then there was like, no, he got it legally. It was all him. Dad spoke out. They do background checks, whatever that entails. I'm not not
3: exactly sure. And either you're approved or uh, denied. And he was approved, and prior – right before turning 21, because there was a delay, he sent in his renewal for a new Floyd card because he's turning 21, which was
4: granted to him.
1: So Dad doesn't seem to think so, but people are asking questions – Hey, if you did some of this, because this is the other side of stuff, right? Because, you know, apparently when the police came originally to talk to this, this freaking, you know, just scumbag, vile human being uh, who was going to... He had 60 rounds. This is a quick side note on this idiot. He had 60 rounds and still a long rifle and went to Wisconsin. And... Was at a parade, but decided no, like he he didn't feel he had the equipment to do the job, whatever job that he was trying to do. And I was like, oh, like so he could have could have conceivably done something again. But when they came originally, nobody wanted to press charges on him, right? He's a kid; they want to press charges. Was it an outburst? Look, when we're when everybody says something. I mean, everybody I know has always said something. I hate my parents, or or what hey, they they they. Hey. If that's true, everybody should be, you know, in trouble in some way, shape, or form. We're all red flagged. Uh, you know, maybe it didn't say you want to kill your parents or you wish they were gone. Whatever. Still, th- there seemed to be a lot more than that. And now the question is, what we're seeing in Michigan is that that guy, that 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 horrible kid who had thousands of of issues. You get millions at the rate we're going when you look at it. Mom and dad enabled him. And so that's why they're in jail right now, awaiting trial, just like he is. But he was younger. He was still in school. This kid was of age. But people are asking questions, well, could he face charges?
3: That's a civil standard, but it would certainly apply potentially to the criminal law as well. So an aggressive prosecutor could decide on involuntary manslaughter, for
1: example. But remember, he's saying, his lawyer's saying, he didn't know. Which is like, you know, the great cop-out, which is true, you know, I mean... You kind of see people head in this direction, don't you, or am I am I wrong? Because I don't see people who are living like super happy lives that you, not that you see once in a while, and then you know on the face of it they're happy, and you don't really know what's going on. Like you know them in 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 intimately, like they've told you secrets, you know about their family, their kids, or you know who you've grown up with them, and and you know you know you. Rarely do you see people just flip a switch and go. So you could always say I didn't know, but that's kind of hard, man. You were living with the guy you were living with. him. How did you not know? How did you not know your kid was, was this? And he talked, Oh, and again, dad, here's the dad. I don't use his name either. He's just junior. So obviously this was the third, the shooter. And his lawyer thought it was a good idea to go on ABC and talk. And it's surreal. I mean, I think there's books written on this on how to cope with something like this. It's, it's difficult. I mean, it's... Didn't see this coming at all. No, no. <sighs> He's like, I'm a good father. Nobody knows. You may have been. I I, I I, don't know. You may have been. Sometimes people just go down this weird hole and you can't get them back. I've seen that too. Had a family friend who we all knew had troubles and he had everything in the world to live for. But chemical imbalance, whatever it is, couldn't fight it. This you had to have known here was issues. Now, did you know he was going to pick up a gun and go shoot a bunch of people? Well, no, probably not. Uh, And you probably didn't wish for that. That being said, uh, you had some problems and you knew it. Thirteen hours earlier, I spent almost an hour with him sitting in the yard talking about, you know, the planet, the the,
4: atmosphere and nothing. Great mood.
1: But some people are saying you guys could have been talking about shooting We're like it's it's ugly. It's ugly. But there's a perfect example of family seem to know something. There's all kinds of things swirling around on what they know. or didn't know. How does a red flag law stop that? If the people that are closest who should know the most. Who aren't begrudging exes or people who are just mad at their friends or whatever, but don't seem to do anything. Like everything, if you don't implement it, you can come up with it. But if you don't implement it and follow it, and they've got red flag laws there in Illinois three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. What a day so far, craziness, right? Boris is gone, out. Bojo has stepped down as he said, "Them's says the breaks." <laughs> I just love that. He's just like whatever. I'm I'm done. I'm taking my weird hair and I'm leaving. You guys can't stop me from that. A lot of stuff to get to today. We're going to squeeze it all in as much as possible. We have the greatest story. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, y- you sit back and uh, you just think to yourself, Florida's just awesome. It's basically just, just amazing. Where do you guys hear this? And the, and the guy that was arrested, I just. Was, just 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 know this. There was a rooster. who was a troublemaker. And then something happened to the rooster. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 23 at Chad Benson. shows your Twitter. Raycon. Best earbuds around. Love my Raycon. Wear them all the time when I'm working and I do a lot of work when I'm doing all kinds of crazy stuff like golfing in 110 degree heat. Never know. My Raycons are on. They feel so comfortable. But I also edit a lot, and when I'm doing that, I hyper-focus. So they've got different modes with the everyday uh, Raycon earbuds, and I can isolate where I'm just – that. what I hear, that's it. I don't hear anything else, right? Like you drop a bomb, I wouldn't know. And then I have when I'm out golfing. I like the fact that I can switch between modes where I have the awareness mode. Things going on outside, oh, yeah, that's cool. I like that. I can still hear that, but I hear my music, my podcast, whatever it is that I'm listening to. It's just awesome. And uh I don't go anywhere without them. I've got I've got a set up here, I've got it set in my car and in my golf bag. I love my Raycons. You're gonna love yours half the price of other premium earbuds, and what you get is just the best earbud around. Eight hours of talk time, thirty-two hours of battery life. Get yours now, Save fifteen percent. Buy raycon.com slash chad. Buy raycon slash chad. Buy raycon slash chad. Chad Benson show.
0: If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for Take
2: It.
3: Two new members to join NATO. It was a historic act. Finland and Sweden. Some of the American press will remember when I got a phone call from the leader of Finland saying, "Could he come and see me?" We got the telephone. He suggested we call the leader of of Switzerland. No, nope, wrong, My wrong, goodness. wrong. My goodness, I'm I'm getting really anxious here about expanding
1: NATO. Oh, uh, Sweden. There you go. There you go. There you go. You, you got that. Uh, you got that wrong. But you, but but you fixed it though. You at least recognize. We were talking yesterday. How much of it is uh, memory? I, he's not as sharp as he used to be. Some people, they, they age fine, right? I mean, you know, some people you ever look. I would say this about Bernie. I I never worry if Bernie's all there. You know, I don't. I, I think he's more than all there. He's still going. I mean, Trump, for, for all the dislike of him, that's fine. Uh, he says crazy things. Uh, but I never worry if he if he knows what day it is at times. You know, it's like I I would never say I'm taking away the car keys uh with those two. Biden different. And then he's got the stuttering thing, which is which is true. Uh but his it's just <sighs> he's like, I got a whole sentence and I'm just gonna get it out. And it's just gonna be one, just one <laughs> and <that was> legend <laughs> an intelligible <bleep. laughs>
3: Sweden, Switzerland. Sweden, Switzerland, Swaziland. Swallows of Capistrano. The important thing, we got some new Palookas coming down the line are really looking to know their onions. I mean the meatballs. Anyway, (laughs) welcome Sweden and Furby. I mean Finland. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Bork, bork, bork. Come on, man. Yeah.
1: It's kind of... uh, If you're getting pushed like that by the political left that is really and and let's be real Colbert is he is just a late night Democratic talk show uh and if you're starting to get made fun of uh, you gotta ask yourself the question here I mean, it's, it's, how, how much longer like I said earlier I find it interesting the way that some of these things go down in other countries again The conservatives aren't out of power, even though Boris Johnson resigns today. Now they're just going to pick somebody new. Do you think the Democrats would pick somebody new today inside of the party to run the country? And no, it wouldn't be the vice president. How would that go? Chad Benson Show.
3: Benson show
0: Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
1: Are we in a recession? I've been saying it for a while, uh, and everybody has said, you're an idiot, you're a fool, I'm in a cold bust. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, remember when we started talking recession, the R word, not that R word, the other R word, it was, I said, we're heading into a recession, I was like, no, 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 you don't even know, man now you're fool. 2024 2025 that's what we say and then they went from 2025 to like well probably 2024 sometime middle to late end of 2024 then it was like well it could be uh second or first quarter then it could be it could be 2023 sometimes and now they're like could we be in one by the end of the year but when you see the people who deal with it On a day-to-day basis, not economists, because most economists, they sit there and go, I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm forecasting, and I'm looking out, and they do it from their ivory towers, if you will, in a lot of places, and they don't really, they're not living it day-to-day. That, my friends, is not real world, real world applications we talk about red flag laws. They're only as good as the actual application of it. This, when you go and see investors, right? And that's where I look. Consumers. Confidence. What's the confidence right now? We don't have any. We don't. We we don't. You're seeing investors pull back. And I know this because I work with a lot of investors. Uh, and a lot of the companies that we do some work and stuff for, they're pulling back. They're laying people off. They're no longer investing the way they were because they say, hey, something's coming. It's not 2008. It's not the collapse of everything, but something's coming. And they are saying, I've been saying for a long time, look at the confidence of the people. If people believe it, It's, it's true in their minds, right? Like If you believe it, it's hard to – if you believe the economy is crappy, you believe that bad things are coming, and so does everybody else, are you more apt to spend money or are you more apt to pull back and tighten the belt? Even though they're still looking to hire people. But this is the way hiring is going. And, and, and I, I want people to understand, when you look at the unemployment numbers, again, they're all kind of weird. I've never, it's the lowest unemployment in the history of unemployment. It, that stuff, to me, is, is, is not the same thing in real life. Because as we go through this, again, I explained quickly, yesterday, I'll give you a snapshot. If you're unemployed and then you're no longer on the dole, meaning you're not getting any money from the government, uh, then you no longer count as unemployed. You're just no longer a number. So you've always usually got to add one to 2%, depending on what it's like. So real unemployment's probably closer to five or six, which is full unemployment essentially for the country. What you're seeing now is so businesses hire for where they think the future's going to go. They have a need today, yes, in some ways, but they also are looking out, and their forecast is we're going to grow by 12 or 14%. I need to have people in place tomorrow for what's coming, even though it might not be right here today. It needs to be here because it is coming tomorrow. What they're doing now is they're hiring for today because they need people still today, but they're not hiring for tomorrow. They're pulling back. Means they're not going to be creating jobs. Mm-hmm. You don't know you're in a recession until you're in the recession. And I think we're in one. I could be wrong. Been wrong before. I will be wrong again because as I've continued to say, I am no Joey Chestnut. And I am uh not the uh, the Lord, the walk of the earth after being a carpenter. I am uh None of those things. I am a human being. Fallible. And so, but I just feel like looking at the data, in particular, the consumer price, not the price index, but the consumer confidence, if we're not believing it, chances are there's a reason for that. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show, is your Twitter. Speaking of
5: struggles... The polls show that Americans seem to be losing confidence in the country. A new Gallup poll shows that just 38% of U.S. adults say they are extremely proud to be American. That's the lowest point of the extremely proud rating since Gallup started asking that question back in 2001. The same poll shows the confidence in major institutions at the lowest point since they've been asking the questions. A Monmouth University poll found that 88% of Americans say the country is is heading in the wrong direction. 88% presidential, it's the lowest ever
1: been. 7% have confidence in Congress. I know who you people are. I know what kind of drugs you're on, but you need to share. Uh, But you look out there. You have 88%. So 9 in 10 Americans think we're going in a wrong direction. Nine and ten Americans think we're heading in a direction that is not good, and that's like a wide swath of everything—you know, with, with economy, how we are, the fighting, the whole life. nine and ten Americans. That's Democrats and Republicans. That ain't good. That ain't good, kids. That's ugly. If you're the president right now, if you're the Democrats, you're sitting there going, what do, how, do, how do we deal with that? You can't, right? There's, there, there's a sense of, 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 you know, if you've ever been at Disneyland, uh, you know, and you're, and you're sitting there and you're listening and, and you're on the, the haunted ride, and there's a quiet sense of foreboding. That's what it feels like. <laughs> is haunted America actually stretching or is it your imagination? It's tough. Man, I just, I'm out there every day. I, I deal with local clients. I deal with national clients. And on top of that, I deal with, with you know, people that I work with, you know, helping them with their clients. And you feel it. Like, they're saying, t- orders are slowing down. People are saying, hey, 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 you know what? I was, I needed that because I thought I was going to get that. But I'm going to hold off that. I'm just going to take this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, uh, uh, my on-air partner was uh, Bruce St. James. And Bruce is uh, uh, filled in because my other on-air partner, Kato is, is on vacation. we be back today. And we were chatting. And Bruce is uh, – so he, he's got girlfriends, girlfriend. He's a bachelor kind of guy. He races cars. He's uh, been to radio forever and a day. And he's the guy that goes, you know, I chat, I go in and, and I go in and I buy food at a store. And I don't think anything of it. I don't know, you know, like how much Fruity Pebbles cost, or whatever. He goes, I have now got sticker shock at the grocery store for just buying a couple things for my girlfriend. And I. That's how much you, when you, when you notice, like, uh, did bacon always cost $300? I mean, people feel that. So the pullback is, is coming. The confidence is, is, is not there. So be prepared, be prepared. And if you're, if you're Biden them, Kellyanne Conway spells this out, and it's the thing we've always talked about in politics, which is you need something to fight against. And all the usual boogeymen that the Democrats
0: and liberals and Biden and Harris and the rest of them have always used as a stalking horse, blaming this one, that one. They can't do it anymore. You know, Joe Biden won because he wasn't Trump, but he needed Trump and he needed COVID to continue the juice in his presidency. And without being able to talk about either one or blame either one day by day, he's
1: lost. He's completely bereft. Yeah. You, like, like the Avengers. Would you watch an Avenger movie where they just went about their normal day, did paperwork, made some appearances, there was no monsters, no crime? No. No. Right? Yeah, you're not watching that. Like, oh, good. What what are you watching? I'm watching Iron Man. What's he doing? He's in the middle of a. uh, He's in a meeting. He's in an R and D meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it about? I don't know. No, you're not watching that. No way. At all. You need a boogeyman. You need a monster. You can't scream at corporations. Oh, it's all your greed and evil. Putin, you're the. He's throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks because that's what happens right there's a great movie called canadian bacon it's a funny movie Uh, it came out i think the late 90s mid-90s maybe early 2000s alan Alda's the president of the united states and unemployment's low there's like nothing going on like everything's like really good like but his his ratings are stinky and the reason is he didn't have a there's no conflict so they create a conflict where they're going to fight canada in a war and his ratings go through the roof that's the reality of of this. The boogeyman he faces right now isn't somebody who mean tweets and says crazy things. Isn't a, you know, a, 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 a flu evil virus, maybe semi-built through some American money and the Chinese in a lab. It's stuff that he's struggling with.
3: You all remember what the economy was like when I was elected a country in a pandemic with no real plans how to get out of it, millions of people out of their jobs. Families and cars, remember, backed up for literally miles, waiting for a box of food to be put in their trunk, put a box of food to be put in their trunk because they didn't have enough to eat. The previous administration lost more jobs on its watch than any administration since Herbert Hoover. That's a fact. But we came in with a fundamentally different economic vision. An economy that they still do very well.
1: I work at St. Mary's Food Bank here in Phoenix. Ten times worse than when the coronavirus was hit. By the way, the jobs that were lost were all jobs where everybody was told you have to go home. You didn't create those jobs. People just came back and got those jobs. You can spin it how you want. People see through the BS. People see through the baloney. People aren't confident right now. You're sitting there and you're still paying $5 for gas, right? Or you're excited that it's gone under $5? You're like, "Oh, I paid 462 today." It's not who we are. It's not what we're about. It's never been. We're a consumer-based society. You're looking around, you're seeing commodity prices in certain areas go through the roof. You've got uncertainty on the on the international stage, and the coronavirus, by the way, it ain't gone anywhere. It isn't. More I know more people today who have the coronavirus then maybe the end time during the pandemic. The difference is, is we've stopped living our life in fear. And we're just out dealing with the day to day. It's because you couldn't afford another shutdown. And now we're seeing what it looks like when he's out there on his own and the Democrats are and they're floundering. They are. And I don't know how many people would have answers right or left at this moment in time. But I'm just saying at this point, you wanted to be the man. Well, guess what? You're the man. And. Ta
2: da! 323
1: 538 2423 at Chad Benson Show. Us your Twitter, tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Pillow has uh, $90 off right now. The amazing Pillow slippers. I wear them all the time. My footers on last night. She's like, this is so nice. And it's kind of cold because you keep the house chilly. And uh, they're just uh, incredible. They got four. Different tiers inside. Two years to put together. The comfort level in these, right? They've got the patented fill, which is awesome. The memory foam. They've got an amazing sole for indoor and outdoor wear. And then they've got this 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 gel that they've made through soybeans, which is amazing. Different colors, different sizes, uh, and different styles. 60-day so money back guarantee, one year limited warranties. Get yours now. $90 savings. Go to mypello.com slash to save huge. Deep discounts on every Item out there as well. MyPellow.com. Go there. Slash Benson. MyPellow.com. Slash Benson. Take advantage of this. Grab the deep discounts on all the MyPellow products. MyPellow.com. Slash Benson. Chad Benson Show.
0: Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. <laughs> Uh uh uh-uh. oh my goodness no. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast.
4: Mmm, boy, that is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty. I'd say, huh?
0: Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh yeah. You're listening to the Chad Benson Show.
2: I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute, CPR, mouth-to-mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance.
4: Big Roo was Jason De Felice's pet rooster. That is, until James Nix hit it with a stick.
2: So I'm defending myself, you know, I was feared for my safety, and the chicken, you know, uh, di- died. Nix says the rooster attacked people. I have not heard that, because I know the neighbor here. Uh, I know him. We were friends. He never said anything to me about it.
1: It's just the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Where do you think this took place? Anybody got an idea of where this could have happened? If you said Jacksonville in Florida, you would be correct. So the mystery has been solved apparently. Because as you heard, he was attacked by said rooster. It gets better.
2: I did tell him, after the chicken hit my dad, I said, hey man, the chicken attacked my dad. Oh, what's it do- it's just a chicken, what's he gonna do? You know, okay, well, look. The neighbors
4: even disagree on how others saw Big Root. The kids that used to live over there,
2: they were throwing rocks and sticks at this chicken to keep it away. I know the kids down here, they played with the rooster a little bit, like with would throw rocks at it and chase it.
4: So one day, when Nick says the rooster followed him and attacked him. Well,
2: his neck flares up. And he's doing his thing, and he's trying to
4: jump up at me. He was trying to get the animal away.
2: And I tried to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me, and I accidentally knocked it in the head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, God. It's like like redneck kabuki theater. Call it a lucky shot, whatever. But when De
4: Felice came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch.
2: Oh, I
0: called JSO, JSO didn't do nothing. Then a couple days later, I realized I could call animal control.
4: And in late June, James Nix went to jail for animal cruelty.
2: Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Chickens are dying <laughs> everyday people at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really. <laughs> he called the chicken police on me. <laughs>
1: It's just great. That guy's my Man, it was just a lucky shot. Roo jumped in the air and I was just, you know, we're just trying to defend myself from the rooster. That's all I'm trying to say. Is and there it is. Right, he jumps in the air like you could not believe like the flight he took. And I was lucky to hit him. But he was going for his gun. <laughs> Next thing you know, chicken polly showed up. <laughs> ah, Florida. Oh God, I love you guys. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. So a lot of people yesterday asking me was that thing in 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 uh, Oregon real that they canceled a actual meeting because the urgency of, of uh, white supremacy is urgent so so if you're urgent you're doing a meeting and you and it's urgent that is a form of white supremacy writing things down is a form of white supremacy and they canceled a the meeting yes a health department group canceled a meeting because they didn't want it to be urgent because of white supremacy and all the other organizations that were mostly minority organizations within the community called BS on that yes it was so it's not chicken police real but it's pretty damn real man i can't believe it chad benson show this is the chad benson show
0: and thoughts independent life this is chad
1: benson uh, the economy stupid americans do not believe that we are going in the right direction 88 percent of people think we're going in the wrong direction and i say how do you know where we're going you don't know are we going in the wrong direction or does it just feel like that i think it's a fair question Because we do live in a world of feelings. But there's also a sense of, I don't feel like things are going the way that they should be. I feel like things are kind of going sideways. I don't think things are going in a good good direction. And it it doesn't take a lot to get people to, you know, uh, for things to go from point A where people start to worry and then another person starts to worry, then more worry. Have you ever been in a crowd and something happens? It it, it 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 can the panic can spread. Well, nationwide, we're not in a crowd, but there's definitely a certain sense of unease when it comes to said economy. And the Democrats know. That is gonna be the thing this holiday season that is probably going to be it for them. If they can't fix the economy, if they can't get it manageable, they know they're screwed. They do. They 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 know. Now Biden is doing everything he can to find somebody to blame We made incredible progress
3: on the economy from where we were a year and a half ago. We got a long way to go because of inflation, because of the, I call it, the Putin tax increase, because of gasoline and all that grain he's keeping from being able to get to the market. Well, Republicans do nothing to obstruct our efforts to lower your gas taxes. I've asked the Congress to eliminate the federal gas
1: tax. Yeah. Now, why would they do that? First of all, that's that's a gimmick. Your 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 old boss Obama thought it was a giant gimmick. And and answer me this question: So, you want to eliminate the gas tax for how long? We just spent how many trillions of dollars to 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 update our roads and highways, much of which the federal gas tax is going towards. So, we're we're, we're going to eliminate the gas tax, and then you're asking the states to do it. So the average, the average savings would be $0.40 cents a gallon, which is great, $0.40 cents a gallon. I mean, who wouldn't want $0.40 cents cheaper? But it's a gimmick because you're not fixing a problem. You're putting a Band-Aid on it, right? You're, you It's a bullet hole, and you've tied a shirt around it. That doesn't solve the bullet hole, if you will, right? There, there's a leak. You put a bucket underneath it. That doesn't fix the leak. That hasn't done It's not going to. And while you're out blaming, you know, the pooter, right? Here's other people inside of your administration. The other thing that continues, we think, to be very important
3: is to hold oil companies accountable. Uh, Just about everybody in this country is frustrated with the extraordinarily high price of gas, except for oil executives who've made it clear they're not going to invest in production. When they're as profitable as they are, that's why the president has called for use it or lose it rules. That if an oil company is just sitting
5: on production permits or or leases and not using it to uh, to do the kind of production that could lower the cost of oil, that they're held accountable for that. Question:
1: Why would I want to? So i have a, I have a business, right? My business is doing very well through through nothing incredible that I have done at this moment in time. There is a there is a a cutting off of of oil throughout the globe in because of Russia, somewhat. But before that, consumption's gone through the roof. We're not producing what we were producing prior. And you've got OPEC doing what OPEC does. See so, hey, Chad, can you help us out? Now, normally, right, your neighbor comes to you, says, you know, uh, uh, I hate you. I want to end everything that is about you and your you all of the things you're living here, how you do your job. I want to make sure that goes away. I'm going to get you fired. I'm going to do all of those things and everything. And 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 you work at a, you know, you you're sitting there and you're like you're a mechanic, and your neighbors you're, you're telling me I, I, all those things. I can't stand. By. But before I do any of those things, and I still don't like you, could you fix my car because it's not starting? Because I see that you've got several cars and all the parts and things are going well for you. Would you want to? No. Why would I want to invest? We talked about, there is a, 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 you know, because it's not just the oil side. We can produce a ton of oil right now. We can't refine it. There's a refinery for sale right now out there in the Gulf. Big one. Uh, you can have it probably. Pretty cheap if you want to spend hundreds of millions of dollars fighting in court to essentially turn it on so you're blaming people and at the same time you're telling them how horrible they are but why can't you do us a solid now because you should do it for the american people that's not the way this works it isn't and and we're going to get rid of the leases most of those leases on federal land by the way uh they've gone and they they hold the leases So you go out and you may buy 50 leases, 100 leases, 200 leases, whatever it is. And you're doing geological surveys. Is there stuff here? Is there stuff here? Is there stuff here? There's a little here, but whatever we pull out, it's not going to be worth the effort to get it out. There's nothing here. There's something here. This could be great. Oh, wait, you're going to sue me so I can't drill? And now you're going to take it away from me because if I tried to drill, you'd tell me no. And so I say, fine. But then... You're mad that I don't try to drill. Great. Clowns. Clowns. It, it is, uh, you look at that. They, the blame game is tremendous in politics. And the, the oh, it's Putin's fault. No, it's the greedy oil company's fault. No, it's it's always somebody else's fault. You can't stand up there and say, look, you know, we need to go to green fuels. I thought we could do it sooner. Obviously, that's not working the way we thought. We're going to have to take a step back. We're going to have to rethink some of these things. We're going to have to get these oil companies uh, uh, up drilling and doing what we can at this moment in time and go to them and say, look, regardless of how you feel about me, it is going to be forever and a day before we get off this. And I, I'm starting to realize that now. What can we do to get you guys up and drilling here at this moment in time? And what if they say, you know what, stop suing us in court? Fine. I'll, I'll make sure that our our people get off your backs. You guys, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we go out and we're gonna check everything. We're gonna look at we're gonna make sure that you're doing everything the way that we want you to do it. But we're not gonna drag you through court because the wee willy winking worm may be in this area, and we want to protect it. Because people want their wallets protected right now. People want to make sure that they can send their kids to preschool. People want to make sure they can get their 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 food that they need to feed their family. That's what people are looking for at this moment in time. And I need to do what's best for America and for the people at large not just the party or portions of the party that scream the loudest because they've got instagram followers or because it seems like the right thing to do it's so ridiculous but that's our politics that's our politics right there in 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 a nutshell just 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 you get frustrated and you have every right to be frustrated I get frustrated all the time because, you know, if somebody tries to do the right thing, the party holds you accountable because you went against what the party was best for the party. And remember, too often than not, whatever's best for the party is rarely best for the people. And nobody I see from either side of the party, very rarely, has the cojones enough or the ovaries or the ovaries. To look their party in the eye and say no, 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 no. We 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 need to do what's right. Because special interest, Twitter mobs, ah, it's a bunch of crap. It is three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter tweet at me. <laughs> Boris Johnson resigned today, but he did have uh, I just that guy. You know, if you guys don't know who Boris Johnson is, uh, first of all, what? Uh, secondly, uh, he is the or was the prime minister, still is technically the prime minister, because there is a way that they go about doing this. It's got to be elections. But uh, he was ever uh, Boris Johnson, uh, Was he talks about, his resigning.
2: I want you to know how sad I am to be giving up the best job in the world. But them's the brakes. <laughs>
1: But them's the breaks. So, what do you think of those apples? Ha! So, now they'll vote uh, inside of the uh, party itself to find out who's his successor. He's got his deputy prime minister, and there's a, uh, you know, they've got several others who are, you know, up and comers, but they've all kind of had some issues through COVID and some other scandals have been caught up with him and his party gate uh, thing. But uh, Boris Johnson uh, 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 is going to be leaving. But oddly enough, it may not be for a bit. There's a chance he could be there for a while. So, today I quit, and I'll see you guys at, in six months, still doing this job while we look for someone to replace me. Is everybody happy? Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter Raycon best butts around. Uh, use my Raycons all the time. Play a of golf, play a soccer. Uh, I work out a decent amount. But uh, one of the big things that I don't think you guys realize, so I have like several computers in here. I go and I edit all day doing stuff, videos, uh, you know, After Effects, and 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 I need my sound. I like to hyper focus, and I don't want to. People walk in behind me. That's how great these things are. These Raycons are amazing, and I won't even know they're there. But when I'm out golfing, I like the awareness side, right? I like to be able to. I like the. I like the sound of hitting the ball. I've done the isolation. I don't like the sound of not hearing sound, and I love it. it's amazing eight hours talk time 32 hour battery life forty-nine five-star reviews the best earbuds around don't waste your time anywhere else half the price of any other premium earbuds get the best around the most comfortable you're everywhere and uh, that's my guarantee you will love these things all right buy raycon.com slash chad saves you 15 percent buy raycon.com slash chad buy raycon.com slash chad chad benson show
2: like and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender.
4: Are you so bitch? <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege.
0: Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show.
4: Five, four, three, two,
1: one,
0: zero. Ignition. Liftoff.
1: Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah. What does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending. I'm getting some tea right now. A little scratch in my voice. A little scratch in my voice. Let's find out what's trending on the old. Uh, well, Elon Musk is trending. So. Here's something. He's got a lot of kids. I said yesterday he's the Nick Cannon of the uh of the tech world. So you guys don't know Nick Cannon has a lot of kids. And uh Elon Musk apparently uh had twins with uh, Siobhan Zilis. He's got nine kids now. Uh this apparently they were born I think a week after his, other, his last child was born with Grimes who's that art punk rock He's, she's our version of Bjork uh, she now dates I think Chelsea Manning <laughs> just, everything's so weird the Georgia Guidestones were destroyed or damaged at least Baker Mayfield was traded yesterday to the what do you go to the Panthers So good for him right good for him take it on the road Baker I can't believe that. What is that? Yep, Santana recovering well after collapsing on stage. It was that. Oil prices continuing to go here and there. Uh, Joe Rogan is trending because he says Trump's not welcome on his podcast. What? But he's a right winger. No, but he is. He goes, he said, look, I don't want to help him. He's a free thinker, and I know that scares people. Uh, oh, man, but but he said, yeah, yeah, he's a free thinker. I know, it's, it's uncomfortable for some. Head on over to the magic that is Twitter, where everybody argues about everything. (sighs) My goodness me. Friends co-star and co-creator, I mean, uh, Marta Kaufman says she regrets misgendering Chandler's trans parent. This is where we have gotten to in this world. This is where we've gotten to in this world is we have gotten to the point where we're apologizing for television show things that you wrote 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. Rolex watches are trending because they're the first first victim, as they say, of the crypto cash. Because a lot of people like crypto, they went out and bought Rolexes. Seemed like the thing to do. Oh, yeah, 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 I can see that. James Comey and Andrew McCabe, former FBI officials who uh, worked under Donald Trump and who both wanted uh, uh, prosecuted, both subject to rare intensive IRS audits. And breaking news about Brittany Griner coming out of uh, Russia. Apparently, uh, she's pled guilty to drug charges in Russia. You know, for all the stuff about, so you know who Brittany Griner is, she's uh, one of the best female basketball players uh, on the planet and there's there's no denying that she is in russia now i look at this in several different ways uh first and foremost her 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 wife uh is is throwing it you know wants something to happen like something to just something to happen get bring her home she's she's you know over and over again she's written the to, to 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 biden and everything and She was arrested with hash, which is illegal. She flew in, I think, the day of or the day after they had invaded Ukraine. Why? Secondly, there was never a giant fit thrown by her and a bunch of other people saying she didn't do this. Which was always kind of odd. The only reason she's in jail is because of the war. Really, it's because we seized all the oligarchs' money... The team she plays for and has played for for over a decade, I think over there, was run by an oligarch. If you're protected by an oligarch, you could smoke weed from the biggest bong in the world in front of the Kremlin and nothing will happen to you because of the oligarch. Once that money went away and the U.S. came hard, she became a pawn. So we'll see what happens from here. Chad Vincent, Show.
3: chad benson show
0: independent thoughts independent
1: life this is chad benson Ah, that's me you're you happy happy whatever this it Thursday it's three day weeks pretty awesome I don't know how we get these things so be people would be complaining about that yeah we we'd be lazy we don't we, we don't need to be lazy but uh, uh still doing like six radio shows this week plus a bunch of other stuff so it's not like I'm not working 500 hours, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a it's a good uh, it's a good gig if you can get it those three day weeks I don't know how you do it though I know I, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself I mean I like I was home for a few days. I loved it. I was swimming. I enjoy so I'm getting older. You know, I'm 51. I'm not super old. I feel like I'm in my prime, maybe not body wise, but like, you know, all the other stuff. It is I love being home because I love spending time with with my little uh and, and my and my stepkids. And it's just it's it's great. But uh, you know, Jack coming out here in a week or so and we a lot of stuff planned for the summer, but I'm trying to work it around certain things. But I wouldn't know what to do. It's like, I'm, I'm always amazed that like people, oh, if I did this, I, I talk about even the lottery. If I won the lottery, it's like none of my friends won the lottery. (laughs) So they got stuff to do. I think I just play golf all day, but I wouldn't see, I couldn't just like, even now I just don't play golf. I don't go, I'll go out and practice for four or five hours, six hours. Because I, I, I want to get better, you know. So that's that's like always. I mean, a driven person. It's the, that's the that's why. Like when people talk about socialism and all that, it, it it never works because inherently there are human beings who want to do more. Inherently there are human beings that are going to push the envelope. Inherently there are human beings who are going to strive to get ahead. Other people may be satisfied to do squadoosh. I'm just not one of those characters. That being said. I mean, even uh, I enjoyed swimming, but every day I kept lap, like I I kept track of my laps. Let's see if I can do, you know, I did two hundred and fifty today. See if I can do three hundred tomorrow. But then it got to the point where it's like, it's kind of hard because my wife has built a 1970s uh, pool that looks like Johnny Knoxville had a hand in it, and the kids, now there's baby oil on it, and they're flying off, so I don't know if it's safe for me to be here. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three 538 at Chad Benson Show, is your Twitter. This is hilarious. I, I bring this up because, well, it's hilarious. But here's the world of progressivism in a nutshell. Okay, so Oregon, so so far you've given us we can't have a meet, we can't have a meeting because because you know uh, white supremacy is is you know an urgency. if you' if you're urgent to do something it's because you're a white supremacist and that's that's part of that culture. But you know the state is is red in a lot of places you know it's you know and, and blue in certain areas, but the blue places, you know I mean people in Portland, I love you guys. It's a hot mess there. And you go look at the numbers, you're like, Kate Brown sucks. Uh, Her numbers, she's the least popular governor in America. The most popular governors, by the way, uh, we've talked about, what, two weeks ago, a week or two, are a vast majority, of I, I mean, across the board are just Republicans. Just, and some of them are in red states, by the way. Like, that's, I mean, they're in blue states. I mean, some of them are in blue states where everything else is blue, but them, they're popular. But you look and they're miserable there, right? They're miserable. They got homeless problems. I remember producer Anthony, he took a vacation up there, I think it was like three, four years ago. So I'm going to go to Portland and just, you know, check it out. He goes back, he goes, it is disgusting. There are homeless people everywhere. It is, I I don't want to ever go back there you know just it's a it's a hot mess yeah yet you continue to vote people in well why is that because this is the perfect example of two people who are trying to be as progressive as possible while also trying to argue with one another and at the same time recognizing that they're allies to their causes but still you You've done something wrong, and oh, by the way, there will be the colonizer thrown around in here as well.
5: To go back but to that's where, where I came so from. Like you're
2: driving habit. Do You see that? Because we don't drive in Oregon. We're f***ing kind and we make space. Okay. And as someone who's from here as well, I'm so tired of people driving like you just did. All right, get on it's my face. Constant. Admit that you're driving. Admit like you're an white. Asshole. Admit you have a <laughs> colonizer mindset. It is mindset. not about race. It is not about race. Yeah, it is. When you f- up, So it's on me. Do so it's not on me. Don't call the race card. Don't. F- Yes, you do not call the- shut up shut up it's on you and your colonizer mindset so get the f- out of this. my face you, now, you white lady
1: <laughs> it's not over what i loved about that though is is don't call me a racist who she's probably called a thousand people racist right and he jumps straight to i'm a colonizer and he's you're a colonizer because i'm native american he's self-proclaimed native american apparently as well it's uh uh it just it gets so much more h- hilarious so he is supposedly driving horrible i mean they're going at it like you know like if it was two men like two real men not like you know, two guys who are like handbags at fifty paces. But I mean, if it's two dude dudes, you know, there might be a, a real squabble. But there there isn't. They just yell back and forth. And I'm just it, it gets better. Remember, she's a colonizer, which is just the best. She's not a colonizer. <laughs> what is she colonized? You white lady, I want are. to get out of my face and because I'm done wrong. with this conversation, you, you f-ing colonizer,
2: work to you f-ing f-ing here. It. it's not on me, it's on you, it's on you and your people, I'm not taking any directions from a white lady, everyone needs to hear how angry you are, but it's not about this, you're, you're in my space,
1: you got in my space, you're, out. Out. You're, you're breathing, breathing my air,
2: you f-ing colonizer, get out of my face, there's you don't know the there. pain of my people, so get out
1: and their white colonizer mindset <laughs> you don't know the pain of my people <laughs> it's like dude you were an a-hole and you were driving like an a-hole why does that and and i'm gonna say this right you know and uh the fact that i believe i've got the most rational audience who is as real as it gets out there uh you know because you're a person of color black native american whatever whatever that you feel that you need to call yourself it doesn't excuse you from being an a-hole if you're an a-hole it just doesn't i mean that guy's beyond pissed and by the way they probably believe 99 percent of the same things she probably believes she's a colonizer and I love how I know there's work to be done. He's screaming and he wants to call her bitch. <laughs> he just does. He wants to call her. It's so bad, but he's refraining from it. It was just, uh Once again, Oregon bringing you great stuff right there. I think what is it like almost ninety percent of people in like Oregon or Portland in particular are unhappy with their government. It's like what is and yet It's like we have 7% nationwide that are happy with our institutions when it comes to Congress. Well, why do we put the same people in? Because you inherently think it's going to be better. Well, this person's promised us that they're not going to be as bad as the last person. It's such a joke. You colonizer! That person was angry. Speaking of angry, we need to be less angry. We can listen to Lori Lightfoot and take it from there.
4: The people who are acting so brazenly have not only no respect for themselves, but they don't have respect for an institution like the police department, who men and women every single day on every watch are literally risking life and limb for our safety. The toxicity in our
1: public discourse is a thing that I think we should all be
4: concerned about.
1: Absolutely. I think so. 110 percent. Let's go back maybe a week or so. Uh, Lori Lightfoot. (laughs)
3: Thomas concurrence. He said thank you, Clarence Thomas. Oh, F- you, Thomas.
1: So let's listen to her. And so remember, less toxicity goes a long way. 323-538-2423 <laughs> 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Uh, Brittany Griner, the basketball uh star, uh female basketball star, point that out, WNBA star. Uh is uh is in a Russian jail. She had her trial. was supposed to last three days. Surprise, surprise.
5: Brittany Griner conceded she packed cannabis vape cartridges in her luggage but said she did not intentionally do so. Instead, Griner told the court she was in a rush. The WNBA and Olympic basketball star will tell more of her story during a court hearing next week. She faced drug possession and smuggling charges after she was taken into custody in February at the Moscow airport. The White House said President Biden spoke to Griner's wife this week to assure her the U.S. is doing all it can to secure Griner's release. She faces up to 10 years in prison.
1: So I think she'll get 10 years now. Would I be surprised if she got a couple? Yeah, I think the way they'll work it out is they'll give her more than a few years uh, or and then uh, in a month or two. Maybe they, you know, they kick her out. They may kick her out immediately. Uh, that's that's a possibility as well. Uh, but she's going to have a conviction for drug possession in Europe. I don't know how that looks, especially considering the WNBA stars make a vast majority of their money, not here, but over there. She was getting paid, I think, a million dollars a year to play there, like a, a quarter of the WNBA season. Where she doesn't make near that. She probably makes 152000 grand playing in the W. I don't even know if they make that. I mean, I was surprised I got paid at all, but whatever. I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> Every time we talk about the W, because she plays here in Phoenix, so in the afternoon when they bring this up, they just all look at me because they know weird, bad jokes are coming, and I can't help it. i like, I want to stop, but then I'm like, I can't. I can't. And, and then everybody gets mad, like, I can't believe you do that. And everybody's like, well, what purpose does that serve? I'm like, did people laugh? Well, they did. Well, then there's a the purpose of was served. I was like, Andrew Schultz, who's got a new comedy special coming out. People are mad at him, and they want him to, to change his some of his comedy special uh, because he takes on abortion. And it is, it, I've seen the six minutes he does. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It is. And the, fact that, and, and the fact that people griped about it, he then went and cut the six minutes out, and he tweeted it out, and he doubled down. Macy Gray, we talked about her yesterday, right? She comes out. We're going to talk about her in a second. She did something that more people need to do in this world. More people need to do what she did, and even Bette Midler did. I know that's Bette Midler. She's doing something as well, as has J.K. Rowling. And we'll talk about that. A lot of good stuff, straight ahead. We're going to make sure you still laugh as well, because, you know, we just can't help it, and you colonizers. Eden Pure. How pure is it, Chad? Is it pure as the driven colonizing snow? No! But it is amazing. The best air purifier around. they got the BOGO going on. Chad BOGO. B-O-G-O. Buy one, get one. So if you buy one of the greatest air purifiers in the world, the Oxyleaf 2 Thunderstorm, uh, they don't require, like... You just plug them in the wall. They're like, oh, I gotta go to filter. No, no filters. They're small, they're quiet, and they eliminate the odors. Kill. Them. I don't know if like little little space people come out and kill the odors, but it's gone, like almost instantaneously. And so if you buy one now, you get one. You buy ten, you get ten. You buy a million, you get a million. By the way, if you buy a million, you better use Chad BOGO. Cause I would like credit for that. <laughs> that'd be that'd be good. Like, We're gonna resign with that guy. They're incredible. They work. I've got them all over my house, my studio, my other home that we're getting ready to sell. I got them everywhere. They are incredible. So if you got some stank in your house, get it out with Eden Pure. Go to uh, edenpuredeals.com. edenpuredeals.com. Chad Bogo, B O G O, Chad Bogo, B O G O. That's your code word of the day. Chad BOGO, Chad Bogo. You buy one, you get one. edenpuredeals.com. Chad Benson Joe.
0: don't get into politics as an ordinary suburban housewife you so feel a little disrespected i teach my children not to name calls
2: you are a, flabber!
0: a flabber! come on man um uh, guys can we please keep the chatter to a minimum chad benson
5: when, when people
1: like man. jk rowling have said this mm-hmm. they get attacked they get abused yeah. The cancel culture mob comes from me. She gets, called she gets called transphobic
3: and so on. You might get the same for saying it.
0: But it's the truth. And I don't think you should be called transphobic just because you don't agree with, you know, I, I just there's a lot of, you know, judgment and throwing, you know, stones at people for, for just saying what it is. You know what I mean?
1: Macy Gray with uh, Pierce Morgan, because she said, hey, just because you're uh, uh, you think you're a woman, uh, make you a woman. Because I, I support all trans rights to fairness and equality. Me too. But not where you have people
3: born to obvious physical superior bodies. Me too. Transitioning and then thrashing the women at their sport.
0: I totally agree. And I, I will say this, and everybody's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Right. Sorry. You feel that? I know that for a fact. Mm. Like, if you want me to call you a her, I will, because that's what you want. But that doesn't make you a woman. It's-
1: so that was Macy gray right and she knew the backlash she says look you guys are gonna hate me for this right but I'm gonna say it uh, people are attacked her so what did she do top of her uh, her Twitter page which is just uh, she's she, uh, you know what she's uh, she' been quirky right and she had she had one mega 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 hit and I think you guys uh, you know I mean you sit there and you're like she sounds familiar that voice is kind of like ah oh, but she had one. Like, massive? You guys, let's just... I try to say goodbye and I choke. I try to walk away and I
0: stumble. Don't
1: want to try to hide it. It's clear.
0: My world crumbles when you are not there. Goodbye and I choke.
1: So uh she doubled down and basically told everybody to F off. ah <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's right. On top of her Twitter. It says, be what you want to be. <laughs> and F off, essentially. I'm like, I, I got no problem with that. J.K. Rowling. St- Here's the thing. If if I look at you and I'm trans. Okay, you're trans. Whatever. I mean, what do you want to be called? Uh, my name's, you know, I go by Kelsey now or I go by uh, Larry or whatever it is. Fine. That's your name. I, I've wanted to- Can you work here? Can you do the things you're supposed to do? Are you gonna be a pain in the ass? And remember, because you're trans, just like we we're talking about with the colonizer guy yelling at the woman, doesn't mean you can't be awful as a person or a poor employee or whatever. But be what you want to be. No problem with that. Zero problems with that. But as a woman, like and 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 like same thing, right? If you're a female and you and you decide you want to be a male and that's what you feel like, does it there's a lot more to being a guy? In a man than just saying I feel like. Well, how would you know? Because you don't know. Totally understandable. And I'll respect your choice. Zero problems with that. But if you don't champion, they come. Bette Midler doubled down as well. It's J.K. Rowling's. They're not saying they don't like you. They hate you. They want you to go. That stuff's crap because people now take offense to everything. And it isn't until you stand up to the people who say you're being a bully because they're bullying you, and say no. Do we start to actually move forward? Then I like the fact that she did this. I like the fact that Bette Midler pushed back, too, because she said the same thing. They're calling us birthing people, uh, people with vaginas, uh, menstruators. It's no, we're women. Uh Oh, how dare you do that? That's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad
0: Benson Show. thoughts, independent life this is chad benson
3: america
1: how we do in america we we doing the things we're supposed to be doing we going in the right direction or wrong direction right direction wrong direction ladies and gentlemen let's find out
5: the polls show that americans seem to be losing confidence in the country a new gallup poll shows that just 38% of us adults say they are extremely proud to be american that's the lowest point of the extremely proud rating since Gallup started asking that question back in 2001. St. same poll shows the confidence in major institutions at the lowest point since they've been asking the questions. A Monmouth University poll found that 88% of Americans say the country is heading in the wrong direction.
1: Oh my god, oh my lord in heaven, we are going in the wrong way. 88% of people think we are going in the wrong direction. Proud to be. What are you? Mild to be an American. Mild to be an American. Where at least I know I'm ruled by bureaucrats that are mostly unelected. See, doesn't have a ring to it. It does it. That's not good, by the way. I just point that out. That 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 right there. That thing that he was talking about. That guy from the CNN who, uh, by the way, apparently are going to only focus on journalism now. Is what I've been told, uh, and is telling the world. That's not good. That is not a good thing if people are not happy. And it goes back to the thing we we're talking about recession, right? You you may not be able to put your finger on the specific thing that you you just it's uncomfortable. So I you, you guys know I play a lot of golf, right? And so much of golf is I mean, like ninety percent of it is is mental. I mean, you see these guys out there, and 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 it's it's so much of it is is mental. Uh, you know, in as a golfer, I'll stand up, I'll get up, to, you know, I'll be playing great, and I'll and I'll I've hit twenty drives today, thirty drives today, hundred drives today at the the range, today, and you feel uncomfortable, and you don't know, like I I just I don't know what to, and then the ball goes whoop. And you know oh what the hell happened there but i didn't feel right and i knew it i didn't have confidence in it and i couldn't tell you why i didn't have confidence in it i couldn't be specific with with why because because i just i didn't feel and then i got it in my mind so even if i took a step back and i got back in it was there and that's so much of of what's going on I think if you asked 100 people, are we going in the right direction as a country, you'd probably get 90% say no. And a vast majority of them would give you differing opinions of why they don't feel like we're going in the right direction. Of uh, Yes, there'd be a lot of people talk about the economy, but they couldn't really put their finger on one side of it. They just don't feel confident, don't feel good about it. And so much of you know the 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 economist, right? The the ivory tower set, the people that go out and like, yes, I've worked as an economist for years, uh, I, uh, and they go out there and they uh, they they talk about the big game of all the things that they do, and and this is where we go, to we're, we're forecasting and projecting, and and how many times do you like? Well, they got spot on. Very rarely. I look for different things, because I look at humans, because that's who we are. I'm not looking at charts all the time. You can look at those, and you take them in, and, and you can look at historics. And, but I look at people, and I talk to people, and there's an unease. Uncomfortable situation going on here. People are a little uncomfortable. little, not quite, They may not know why. In fact, they may not even be uncomfortable in situations. I've talked to a couple of people, like, I'm not really worried about myself. I'm worried about other people. Which may affect my business, but I I know I'm in a good position. That confidence, it'll start to permeate throughout, and that's what it's done. And I look at that, and I've always looked at that when it comes to should we, or are we going to, to be in a recession soon? And I've been saying for a while, I think we're in one. You don't know you're in one. We contracted in the first quarter, and I don't think we've grown in the second. I think things even got worse. So why wouldn't we be in, quote, unquote, a recession? And when you look at all the consumer confidence, it points to people aren't very confident. And if they're not very confident, right, so you're not confident in in your ability to make the same money next week as you did this week. What do you do when it comes to spending? Why pull back? Exactly. Exactly. You start to pull back. And when you start to pull back, businesses understand that. When you start to pull back, businesses get that. Now, last week, consumer confidence fell again for June. All right? And it doesn't take a lot to go, and the weird way that they do it But you've got to think about this. 19.6% of consumers said business conditions were good, down slightly from 19.8%. 23% of consumers said business conditions were bad, up from 21%. Oh. Here's something else. The labor market. Remember, people hire for the future. So you may have a need to fill today, and you're doing that. But you're, you know, I only need one person today, but I'm hiring five because I project tomorrow I'm going to need more. And then the day after that and the quarter, what are you seeing now? We're hiring from for today. I need to fill these things. I have to. And then I'm not hiring, you know, I, I was thinking I might hire 20. I'm just going to hire the eight that I need right now. Confidence. 51 0.3% of consumers say jobs were plentiful, down from 51.9%. Conversely, 116 of consumers say jobs were hard to get, down from 12.4%. People aren't feeling... They, they can't put their finger on it because there's so many things. We've had COVID. We've had supply chain issues. We've got a war going on. Obviously, inflation has been a, a, a kicker in the grundle. All of these things are playing a part. But... It's different for each. And the struggle out there is starting to get to a point where there's no more government money coming. There is a realization that, you know, rents have gone skyrocketing in a lot of places where people were moving uh, and were already ridiculous in a lot of other places. the The cost of everything is getting very unmanageable for the average household. And where they had a little bit of savings, now, you know, they have no savings. And look at the credit card debt, too. That's another huge tell. And the credit card debt, every month for the last three months, we have added more than the month before, and those were records. What happens when that runs out? So... It's going to be interesting. As far as pessimism, 15.2% of people expect their incomes will decrease up from about 14.5%. And consumers that expected their income to increase the month before, May, was about 18%. Now it's under 16%, meaning people are expecting their wages to go down. And why this matters, especially with unemployment and everything, and they're looking at the jobs report and stuff coming out, why these things matter is, again, you're hiring for tomorrow. But we have a, quote, unquote, employee marketplace where you're going out and supposedly there's, for every one person that, that needs a job, there's two jobs. Well, now what you're starting to see is one of those jobs is going away. And now it's... Becoming more of back to uh, on par with being an employer, employee marketplace rather than. So it'll be interesting. But if you're not confident in the marketplace. Then why should anybody else be? And that's why I say it's the economy, stupid. Look at human beings. Human beings are going to tell you what's going to happen. Human beings are going to tell you how you're going to get from point A to point B. Human beings are going to be the ones that give you the signals. And I just have been feeling for the last several months as I've talked to people is they there was always a sense of that, that something was coming and now there's a sense that it's here. We'll see. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. A lot of stuff still talk about Biden and his Biden stuff. We've got the greatest. I don't even know how to describe this outside of Florida. Once again, you never let me down. You don't. Like you think, can we do it again? And then you're like, we bested it. Hold my Keystone. <laughs> three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. Oh, healthy cell. I take all of my healthy cells uh, throughout the day. wake up in the morning. I have my first uh, incident. Now, think about this. You know, I used to take vitamins. I tried to look after myself. And I never felt they worked. I always kind of felt they were a scam. And in many cases, they kind of are. And we're seeing that. And so much of that isn't because the stuff is bad. It just doesn't get in your body. It doesn't work. Well, ingestible gel, which is where... You know, vitamins are the best way to get the nutrients and vitamins you need. Is a gel because what it does is immediately goes in. You you ingest it, it it boom straight into the bloodstream. It works, and that's what Healthy Cell is. So I take my my super immune, you know, a booster in the morning. Pew! I take my uh, uh, focus and recall in the afternoon. At night, take my REM sleep. Let me tell you something. Last night I got a little over four hours of sleep. I was up a little bit later. I had to get up extra early, but uh, it's showing on my little app here. I slept amazing. It's REM sleep, best sleep I've had in forever in a day. I want you to try it right now, 20% off your first order. Go to HealthyCell.com slash Chad, HealthyCell.com slash Chad. 20% off your first order. Get it now. You will absolutely love it. It's not just the way of the future. It's the best thing for you. HealthyCell.com slash Chad. Chad Vincent Show.
0: me too. Hashtag immigration reform. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show.
1: It's funny. Nate Silver, 538 fame, uh, just tweeted out something. And I don't know if it was uh, Nancy Pelosi. She was sending uh, trends to people. And the hot top, Mitch, Mitch McConnell doomed. And says, I'm in disbelief. Nate Silver has uh, just announced that Democrats are poised to win six Senate seats this November. And it goes through uh, John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Val Demings in Florida, Ralph Warnick in Georgia, Catherine uh, Cortez uh, Masto in Nevada, uh, Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire, and Tim Ryan in Ohio. She goes, I cannot express this enough. We have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to hold the House and hold the Senate and keep the Democrats in power for another two years. Nate Silver says, yeah, this is straight-up misinformation from Pelosi. We have Democrats as heavy underdogs in Florida and Ohio and a toss up elsewhere, probably. I mean, again, you don't know what it looks like, uh, you know. And, and Nate Silver's been wrong. I've been wrong, but uh, and continue to be wrong. By the way, uh, it's human nature. I don't. When people's uh, we have this weird thing where we can't like go. Wow, that was a mistake. That didn't work out. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a, that didn't work out like I thought. You know. We just, and it's one thing if you're trying to get over on somebody, right? Like that's something wholly different. It's, just, I'm just saying we get this weird thing where, like, as leaders, uh, if you make a mistake, you can't go, "Well, we tried some," and, and you know, because, well, you're going to be held accountable. Well, you should be. But there's a difference in being. You try something, and we're like, we all think this is a good idea, and we're going to do it. And, and you make a mistake and come back and go, Look, we tried it, it didn't work. Uh, we're going to go in a different direction. And instead, now I think it's politics and everywhere. People are just kind of frozen. They're afraid to make a mistake. They're afraid to do anything they're, because we hold everything and everybody so accountable to the point where there is no room for getting off to a slow start or making a mistake, or we just. It's just nope. So everybody just goes, no. And I think as leaders, that's what you look for. You know, you come out and you say, eh, we made a mistake, right? We thought this was going to work. We believed that this was the right way to go. Times have changed. We have to be malleable in situations like this and we have to we have to say that this isn't going to work the way that we thought doesn't mean maybe maybe the idea itself is good it's just it's going to take too long at this point in time to get where you're going whether it's green energy whatever it is but we need to make a we need to pivot in certain situations uh like this one and and figure something else out can't do that anymore i don't know why it's like people are oh jeez i don't know why you just can't by the way guys coming up a little bit you the chicken story I don't think there's a better story that, that will warm your heart today <laughs> than Florida and the chicken story. Just know that it is all that's right. Well, 88% of America thinks you're going in the wrong direction. This guy, he's going in the right direction. <laughs> What's it take to be wealthy in America? According to the, uh, this new survey, visualcapitalist.com. Uh, they're just one of a bunch of people who have done this lately. And what does it take to be, quote-unquote, wealthy in these here United States of America? It depends where you live. California, 6.8%. I mean, 6.8 million will get you to the top 1%. That is, quote-unquote, what they call uh, ultra-high net worth Americans. That is wealth. Okay? Uh, D.C., 5.4 million. Ooh. Oh, look at that. New York, 4.2. Florida, 3.6. ooh, In America itself, average, 2.2. Texas, 1.3. How about this? To be comfortable in America, 774,000. In Mississippi, to be in the top 1%, $766,000. The average net worth of Americans in the latest poll and survey was 122,000. So that's what it takes to be to be in that position. So you're like, oh my goodness. The UK, by the way, the 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 to be in the top 1%, one percent, it's 1.8 million is your net worth. Now to do like a, you know, so you're looking at anywhere between four and eight hundred thousand dollars a year, owning a house, having investments, things of that nature. So financially comfortable, about seven hundred fifty grand in America. To feel wealthy nationwide, if you're just going to go across the board, $2.2 2 million. By the way, the number of billionaires, uh, we have 724. China has, along with Hong Kong and Macau, 698. India, 140. Germany, 136. And Russia had 117. But I think we got most of their money now. So that might be 0 three, 2, 3, 5, 3 eight twenty four twenty-three At Chad Benson Show, it's your Twitter. Chad Benson Show.
3: show
0: independent thoughts
1: independent life this is chad benson are we in a recession I've been saying it for a while. Uh, and everybody has said, you're an idiot, you're a fool. I'm in a cold bust. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, remember when we started talking recession, the R word. Not that R word, the other R word. It was, I said, we're heading into a recession. I was like, no, 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 you don't even know, man now you're full 2024 2025 that's what we say and then they went from 2025 to like well probably 2024 sometime middle to late end of 2024 then it was like well it could be uh second or first quarter then it could be it could be 2023 sometimes and now they're like could we be in one by the end of the year but when you see the people who deal with it On a day-to-day basis, not economists, because most economists, they sit there and go, I'm looking at this stuff, and I'm forecasting, and I'm looking out, and they do it from their ivory towers, if you will, in a lot of places, and they don't really, they're not living it day-to-day. That, my friends, is not real-world. Real-world applications, we talk about red flag laws. They're only as good as the actual application of it. This, when you go and see investors, right? And that's where I look. Consumers. Confidence. What's the confidence right now? We don't have any. We don't. We, we don't. You're seeing investors pull back. And I know this because I work with a lot of investors uh and a lot of the companies that we do some work and stuff for they're pulling back they're laying people off they're no longer investing the way they were because they say hey something's coming it's not 2008 it's not the collapse of everything but something's coming and they're saying i've been saying for a long time look at the confidence of the people if people believe it It's, it's true in their minds, right? Like If you believe it, it's hard to, if you believe the economy is crappy, you believe that bad things are coming, and so does everybody else, are you more apt to spend money, or are you more apt to pull back and tighten the belt, even though they're still looking to hire people? But this is the way hiring is going. And and, and I, I want people to understand, when you look at the unemployment numbers, again, they're all kind of weird. I've never, the lowest unemployment in the history of unemployment, it, that stuff to me is, is is not the same thing in real life, because as we go through this again, I explained quickly yesterday, I'll give you a snapshot. If you're unemployed, and then you're no longer on the dole, meaning you're not getting any money from the government, uh, then you no longer count as unemployed, you're just no longer a number so you've always usually got to add one to two percent depending on what it's like so real unemployment's probably closer to five or six which is full unemployment essentially for the country what you're seeing now is so businesses hire higher for where they think the future is going to go They have a need today, yes, in some ways, but they also are looking out, and their forecast is we're going to grow by 12 or 14%. I need to have people in place tomorrow for what's coming, even though it might not be right here today. It needs to be here because it is coming tomorrow. What they're doing now is they're hiring for today because they need people still today, but they're not hiring for tomorrow. They're pulling back. means they're not going to be creating jobs. Mm-hmm. You don't know you're in a recession until you're in the recession. And I think we're in one. I could be wrong. Been wrong before. I will be wrong again because as I've continued to say, I am no Joey Chestnut and I am uh, not the uh, the Lord the walk of the earth After being a carpenter. I am uh, none of those things. I am a human being, fallible. And so, But I just feel like looking at the data, in particular, the consumer price, not the price index, but the consumer confidence, if we're not believing it, chances are there's a reason for that. 323-538-2423, 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson
5: Show, is your Twitter. Speaking of struggles. The polls show that Americans seem to be losing confidence in the country. A new Gallup poll shows that just 38% of U.S. adults say they are Extremely proud to be American. That's the lowest point of the extremely proud rating since Gallup started asking that question back in 2001. St. Paul shows the confidence in major institutions at the lowest point since they've been asking the questions. A Monmouth University poll found that 88% of Americans say the country is heading in the wrong direction. 88% presidential.
1: It's lowest. 7% have confidence in Congress. I know who you people are. I know what kind of drugs you're on, but you need to share. Uh, But you look out there. You have 88%. So 9 in 10 Americans think we're going in a wrong direction. 9 in 10 Americans think we're heading in a direction that is not good. And that's like a wide swath of everything, you know, economy how we are the fighting the whole line. nine and ten Americans that's Democrats and Republicans that ain't good that ain't good kids that's ugly if you're the president right now if you're the Democrats you're sitting there going what do, how, do, how do we deal with that you can't right there's there, there's a sense of, of, of you know if you've ever been at Disneyland uh, you know, and you're, and you're sitting there and you're listening and and you're on the, the haunted ride. There's a quiet sense of foreboding. That's what it feels like. <laughs> is haunted America actually stretching or is it your imagination? It's tough. Man, I just, I'm out there every day. I, I deal with local clients. I deal with national clients. And on top of that, I deal with, with, you know, people that I work with, you know, helping them with their clients. And you feel it. Like they're taking orders are slowing down. People are saying, hey, 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 you know what? I was – I needed that because I thought I was going to get that. But I'm going to hold off that. I'm just going to take this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, uh, uh, my on-air partner was uh, Bruce St. James. And Bruce is uh, uh, filled in because my other on-air partner, at Gatos, is, is on vacation. be back today. And we were chatting. And Bruce is uh, – so he, he, he's got a girlfriend. He's a bachelor kind of guy. He races cars uh was been a radio forever in a day and he's the guy that goes you know i chat i go in and, and i go in and i buy food at a store and i don't think anything of it i don't know you know like how much fruity pebbles cost whatever he goes i have now got sticker shock at the grocery store for just buying a couple things for my girlfriend and I. that's how much you when you when you notice like uh, did bacon always cost three hundred dollars i mean people feel that so the pullback is is coming The confidence is, is, is not there. So be prepared, be prepared. And if you're, if you're Biden them and Kellyanne Conway spells this out, and it's the thing we've always talked about in politics, which is you need something to fight against. And all the usual boogeymen that the Democrats and liberals and Biden and Harris and the rest
0: of them have always used as a stalking horse, blaming this one, that one. They can't do it anymore. You know, Joe Biden won because he wasn't Trump, but he needed Trump and he needed COVID to continue the juice in his presidency. And without being able to talk about either one or blame either one day by day,
1: he's lost. He's completely bereft. Yeah, like like the Avengers. Would you watch an Avenger movie where... They just went about their normal day, did paperwork, made some appearances. There was no monsters, no crime. No. Right? You're not watching that. Like, oh, good. What are you watching? I'm watching Iron Man. What's he doing? He's in the middle of a uh, a meeting. He's in an R&D meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's it about? I don't know. No, you're not watching that. No way. At all. You need a boogeyman. You need a monster. You can't scream at corporations. Oh, it's all your greed and evil. Putin, you're the... He's throwing things against the wall and seeing what sticks because that's what happens, right? There's a great movie called Canadian Bacon. It's a funny movie. Uh, it came out, I think, the late 90s, mid-90s, maybe early 2000s. Alan Alda's the president of the United States and unemployment's low. There's, like, nothing going on. Like, everything's, like, really good. Like, But his, his ratings are stinky. And the reason is, he didn't have a... There's no conflict. So they create a conflict where they're going to fight Canada in a war and his ratings go through the roof. That's the reality of of this. The boogeyman he faces right now isn't somebody who mean tweets and says crazy things, isn't a, you know, a a, a flu evil virus, maybe semi-built through some American money and the Chinese in a lab it's stuff that he's struggling with.
3: You all remember what the economy was like when I was elected a country in a pandemic with no real plans how to get out of it. Millions of people out of their jobs, families and cars, remember, backed up for literally miles waiting for a box of food to be put in their trunk. A box of food to be put in their trunk because they didn't have enough to eat. The previous administration lost more jobs in its watch than any administration since Herbert Hoover. That's a fact. We came in with a fundamentally different economic vision. An economy that they still do very well.
1: I work at St. Mary's Food Bank here in Phoenix. Ten times worse than when the coronavirus was hit. By the way, the jobs that were lost were all jobs where everybody was told you have to go home. You didn't create those jobs. People just came back and got those jobs. You can spin it how you want. People see through the BS. People see through the baloney. People aren't confident right now. You're sitting there and you're still paying five dollars for gas, right? Or you're excited that it's gone under five dollars. You're like, oh, I paid four sixty-two today. It's not who we are. It's not what we're about. It's never been. We're a consumer-based society. You're looking around. You're seeing commodity prices in certain areas go through the roof. You've got uncertainty on the on the international stage and the coronavirus. By the way, it ain't gone anywhere. It isn't. More. I know more people today who have the coronavirus then maybe the end time during the pandemic. The difference is is we've stopped living our life in fear. And we're just out dealing with the day-to-day. It's because you couldn't afford another shutdown. And now we're seeing what it looks like when he's out there on his own and the Democrats are, and they're floundering. They are. And I don't know how many people would have answers right or left at this moment in time. But I'm just saying, at this point, you wanted to be the man well, guess what? You're the man. And, Wah! Ta-da! 323-538-2423. 3, 3, 3, at Chad Benson, show your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. EdenPureDeals.com. Edenpuredeals.com. Go there, use code chat three, save two hundred dollars on the best air purifiers around. I've got them in our new house and I've got them in our old house as we're getting ready to sell it. Uh we haven't been in there for six, seven months now. We have been taking everything out and we put Eden Pure up everywhere. And it has been a lifesaver because the house smelled kind of stale, because nobody was in there. I mean, it was just sitting empty. And uh it's just it's awesome. It is incredible. And this time of year where I live, yeah, you're not opening up the windows to let the air in because it's 105, 110, 105 at night sometimes. So the Eden Pure has just made the house smell delicious, and it is incredible. The best air purifiers, zero, zero filters to buy. You plug it in, super quiet, works like a charm, and works like that. Doesn't mask the odors, kills them. Over 250,000 sold the Oxy Leaf 2 Thunderstorm. Get your three pack right now, takes care of the entire house, kills those smells automatically. You'll smell the difference. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, use code Chad3. EdenPureDeals.com, code Chad3. Saves you 200 free shipping as well. Edenpuredeals.com use code Chad3 at Chad Benson Show's your Twitter, C H A D B E N S O N Chad Benson Show.
0: Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi uh uh uh-uh. oh my goodness no okay maybe not sushi next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy download a chad benson show podcast mm,
4: boy. that is good it's different because you get a little bit of saltiness it's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time
0: get a taste on itunes iheart or spotify and binge to your ears content oh yeah you're listening to the chad benson show
2: I didn't know to give it a 21-gun salute, CPR, mouth-to-mouth, you know, or call the chicken ambulance.
4: Big Roo was Jason DeFelice's pet rooster. That is, until James
2: Nix hit it with a stick. So I'm defending myself, you know, I was feared for my safety, and the chicken, you know, uh, died. Nix says the rooster attacked people. I have not heard that, because I know the neighbor here, Uh, I know him, we're friends. He never said anything to me about it.
1: It's just the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Where do you think this took place? Anybody got an idea of where this could have happened? If you said Jacksonville in Florida, you would be correct. So the mystery has been solved, apparently. Because as you heard, he was attacked by said rooster. It gets better. I did
2: tell him, after the chicken hit my dad, I said, hey man, the chicken attacked my dad. Oh, what's it do- it's just a chicken, what's he gonna do? You know, okay, well, look. The neighbors even disagree on how others saw Big Root. The kids that used to live over there, they were throwing rocks and sticks at this chicken to keep it away. I know the kids down here, they played with the rooster a little bit, like with their rocks I did and chase it.
4: So one day, when Nick says the rooster followed him and attacked him.
2: Well, his neck flares up and he's doing his thing and he's trying to jump up at me. He was trying to get the animal away. And I tried to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me and I accidentally knocked it
1: in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh God, it's like, it's like redneck kabuki theater.
4: <laughs> Call it a lucky shot, whatever. But when De Felice came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch.
0: Oh, I called JSO, JSO didn't do nothing, And then a couple days later, I I realized I could call animal control.
4: And in late June, James Nix went to jail for animal cruelty.
2: Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. Chickens (laughs) are dying (laughs) every day, people at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really.
1: (laughs) He called the chicken police on me. (laughs) It's just great. That guy's my... Man, it was just a lucky shot. Roo jumped in the air, and I was just, you know, was just trying to defend myself from the rooster. That's all I'm trying to say. Is And there it is. right? He jumps in the air like you could not believe like the flight he took. And I was lucky to hit him. But he was going for his gun. <laughs> Next thing you know, chicken police showed up. Oh, Florida. Oh God. I love you guys. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. So a lot of people yesterday asking me was that thing in, in, in uh Oregon Real that they canceled a actual meeting because the urgency of, of uh, white supremacy is urgent. So, so if you're urgent, you're doing a meeting, and, you, and it's urgent, that is a form of white supremacy. Writing things down is a form of white supremacy. And they canceled the meeting. Yes, a health department group canceled the meeting because they didn't want it to be urgent because of white supremacy. And all the other organizations that were mostly minority organizations within the community called BS on that. Yes, it was. real. So it's not chicken police real, but it's pretty damn real. Man, I can't believe it. Chad Benson Show. This is The Chad Benson Show.